0: Welcome back to another episode of Being an Artist is fucking killing me. I'm Corinne, and I'm Rainy. Welcome back, friends. It is week. We're going five? into week five of quarantine.
1: Oh God.
0: We're on week day five. twenty-five. How are we That's all feeling? I, you know, I really I'm not struggling as much that much, mm-hmm. but I but I still have some stuff that I'm doing throughout the week. But I am like. Which is good. Yeah. And, but I'm starting to like miss like leaving my house. I'm starting to like miss like seeing my friends and like,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: mostly because like, I have like a lot of like big things that happen in April. Like my birthday's in April and like, I just finished my, my thing. So like, I feel like I should be like out doing things and like seeing people and like, it's starting to be summer now. And I want to start like patio drinking with all my friends and that's just like not a thing. So that's starting to make me a little bit depressed.
1: Yeah. You feel that? Mm -hmm. I think it's mostly the weather change for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird because at the same time, I feel like I've fallen into this like routine that is more relaxed and a little bit more okay with staying inside and being home. But then as it's like lighter earlier and lighter, later and warmer, I'm like "Mm, this, it's also at the same time getting harder. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's the sun. The sun is up for a long time. Like I don't, sometimes I like don't want to like do things until the sun goes down and I'm like, Oh, it's like eight. Like, <laughs> or like, <laughs> it's I don't know. Like, bedtime. <laughs> you no, know, it's bedtime. Yeah. And I think like, yeah, we were talking about this a little bit, um, about, what was I going to say about this yesterday when we did the, the quarantine and dance fest. Yes. And how like, we just like, like I haven't been on TTC in like a month now. Yeah. Or like, I haven't like seen people besides my, my house in like a month and I haven't really like, it is relaxing, but I'm also like at the same time concerned that when we do get out of quarantine, I'm just going to be like so lazy because I'm <laughs> going to be like so adapted and used to like this lifestyle of just like staying home and be yeah. here and not leaving or doing anything, you know? Totally.
1: I've been like really unconcerned, like along those, those lines, I've been really unconcerned about getting things done at a certain time during the day. So I can just imagine like going back into work or rehearsals and being like, "Mm, I'll get there when I get there. (laughs) Yeah. That being said, uh, what rehearsals,
0: because everything has been canceled. (laughs) True. You guys can see the announcement. Fringe canceled for like the first time ever, I think.
1: Right. As far as I can tell, like from quick Googling. Yeah. I don't think it's ever been canceled.
0: So that's crazy. I mean, like we were all going to be part of Fringe this year. Corinne, myself, our, our, many of our colleagues and friends, and that is no longer happening. I was really like gearing up for a really exciting summer of dancing and then And then enjoying the sun and just like being a performer and spending that time rehearsing and working and Mm -hmm. that's not happening anymore, but it's not happening for anybody. I don't know if that's helpful, but
1: (laughs) it's like, I think that's helpful because it's reminding you that you're not alone in this. Right. Right. And it's important to remember that the world is not against you right now. No. (laughs) No. right? They're not like, let's cancel all of Rainey's things or all of Corinne's things. Fuck those two. Yeah,
0: (laughs) fuck those two.
1: Right. Imagine the entire world is just
0: being pranked right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like a terrible, terrible punk by Ashton Kutcher. I'm just like imagining him like popping out in different places in the world and being like, just kidding. Oh
0: man, that was so fun. You should have seen your face man. Man, that was so good, man.
1: (laughs) And it's like, Early two thousands Ashton Kutcher It's not like present day Ashton Kutcher. Yeah,
0: who's like all up on like new technology, is investing in Lyft and stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not that yeah. one. Um, oh my god!
0: So we have a new system. So we're not together. Yeah. We feel like that's important to say. We're recording on a, a a podcaster app, which is different for us because we're all in our own homes. Yeah. Um. And we also don't have a guest because we backlogged all of our episodes up until last week. Mm -hmm. And we are trying to find a solution to get some guests to record kind of remotely or past guests, but we're just still in like the planning stages of that. So next week we should have a, an episode with, with the guest again, but this week it's just the two of us.
1: Yeah. Just the two of us. Um, so in like preparation for that. Cause I needed to do something this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to our first ever episode when it's just the two of us talking about ourselves and like, and what we want this podcast to be. Um, which is like very interesting. And the first thing I noticed is that we didn't do an intro. We just like started talking, mm-hmm. which I was like. like, why was that why was that a good idea you guys this is really weird i think it's
0: because i think it's because we did we had tried some intros and they were like very uncomfortable <laughs> and awkward sounding. so we were just like Ooh. but it feels like it all of a sudden like the intro like the way we come into episodes yeah started just like it started flowing very naturally all of a sudden after that episode i think or right actually like the first three episodes
1: totally. and
0: but yeah, I remember just like trying to record an intro and it just being like very awkward.
1: <laughs> For like so, so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I also For, think like, we na- tried to do... like those two them. hours that day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, I also think we used to try to do the intro with the guest in the room. Oh, which we, like,
0: so maybe that was it.
1: Um, when we did like the first three with guests. So like, I think we quickly learned that we have to like do those later. Right. So that we're maybe. not like on the spot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. Although now we we like do them in front of guests, like if they're still there after, and it's fine. But I think it's because yeah. it's like the rhythm. After, you know what's happening now.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. But it, but it is weird. It's or we weird. do it with like our partners in the room, and they just like make stupid noises and they're assholes. <laughs> yeah, or they make fun of my face. <laughs> <laughs> and Andre, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: It's because I'm like, I, listen, I use a lot of expression to get that sound out in every, every episode. And you you think we would, we would just pre-record it and use the same one every time, but we don't do that.
1: No, that like (laughs) takes the the fun out of it. Exactly. We want it to be unique to to how we're feeling that day. Yeah. Which is, you know, as everybody else different all the fucking time. So true. So true. Um, one of the things that I thought was interesting that we talked about in our very first episode was we both grew up in small towns and we think that shaped who we are as artists. So I would like to pose a question to you, Rainy, is do you think living in the city for the last four years has had an effect on who you are as an artist? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's so interesting to think about because now... I don't know. Maybe because it's two years later, I'm thinking about like what that what that means when we say it shaped us. Like, did it shape us movement, like movement aesthetic wise, or or did it shape us just like who, how our drive or our our overall thoughts on being artists or or politics that go into that? I'm I'm interested in that. Like, Mm -hmm. what we what that was discussed. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think that living in the city has this kind of um, benefit to it in the sense that it's like it's really driving it. it really drives and pushes people to be kind of like on on the kind of like the the tip of of things that are changing, mm-hmm. so being constantly like just just right after or right before like fads of of art movements or um, or kind of everybody has like similar ideas at the same time because of like what's happening in the world, or it just kind of like forces you to, because there's so many, li- so many artists li- like living in the city, it kind of forces you to like try and stand out in a way or not stand out, but you have to make like a decision. Or right. I think it does like force you to like reevaluate and adjust and like realign your, your purpose as an artist like quite quickly each day and each week. So it's like yeah. ever changing. Whereas if, if I think if I was still like in a rural area, there's a bit more of like a relaxed feel. It feels like, um, yeah. when I'm home and a little bit more of like, Oh, you know, maybe it'll happen. Maybe this, this performance happens this week. Maybe it happens in like a year. Like, does it matter? And, and it doesn't, you know, probably doesn't as we've, but learned, as we're learning right now, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but I, but I do think that being here kind of like forces you to, to move faster and to think faster and to like be better, faster, stronger, harder, (laughs) you know?
1: Yeah, totally. What about you? Um, I think that the city has changed the way that I view art because I've been exposed to more. And I think it's changed my opinion in a few ways because I've had more encounters with more people. And like, that's in part to this podcast. That's in part to like, to working with artists of, um, different backgrounds and genres who have different working methods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and I think that also like leads in to what I was thinking about next is a couple of years ago, we were talking about f- the fusion of dance styles being really big and really hot. And now we talk a lot about the fusion of art genres. Mm. I mean, I think fusion is the wrong word. Um, what am I looking for? like like the mesh of different like contemporary styles or the mesh of like different dance styles um no art styles in general so like oh like interdisciplinary transdisciplinary work kind of yes that kind of stuff oh okay okay yeah which i wonder if that's like what we're talking about right now because it seems like the way that things are moving or if it's like a fad or artists Mm -hmm. are just becoming more and more diverse in an effort to like keep up with that fast pace Mm -hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean, there's definitely like fusions happening all over the place. And I think that, that we're getting better at not just being like one, you have to be one thing. And that's, yeah, I think that it's, and I'm just going to kind of call it a state to state here. I think Calgary for some reason, because we both went to school there, that mm-hmm. program and that, and that city feels like it really like forces people to decide what they are. And, and, and kind of, you can't be something that you aren't there. Mm -hmm. And I think that in here from, from my experiences, by the way, this could be, totally different to someone else's. Um, it's more, more forgiving to like allow people to, to kind of cross between these disciplines and kind of amalgamate disciplines to make their own unique thing. Yeah. Um, and I, and I don't know. And I think that yeah, I think that that that's nice. I mean, I'm not really talented at anything, anything besides epic so I can't, can't really craft. Um, but like, I'm just like thinking right off about like people like Kendra Epic, who like are so stunningly beautiful singers and dancers, and like really can like work and photographers and can like really work all those three things to kind of like create their own pieces. It's it's really quite beautiful. Right.
1: Yeah. Totally. And nobody seems to have any qualms about like, if you're, you call yourself like a singer and a dancer or a musician and something else, you know, Mm -hmm. nobody's like, totally prove it to me. Right. Which I appreciate. And like, even like, even in like the, the,
0: like the dance world, like I know some dancers that like show up at like contemporary, um, like who I might think like, Oh, they're most of their work previous background where previous work has been in like musical theater right or that seems to be where they where they're focused but they are still like welcomed with arms at like contemporary auditions and they still show up to those auditions and they're still considered just dancers and just because they're working primarily in one field doesn't mean that they're not welcomed in other
1: field. totally yeah yeah i get that Totally. Mm-hmm.
0: and you know maybe like things have changed from from when we we went to school and up there. Possible, I mean we haven't lived in Calgary in four ish five years, so yeah, that's okay. But um, mm-hmm. I do it, it is interesting. I think that's where that comment came from. It's like trying to because we felt that way at that time, right? Just having left Calgary, whereas now it now it's a bit different. But I think that's where those comments came from.
1: Totally, yeah, I feel that. Um, also you just finished your master's thesis. Which is like at a, new, a different institution, institution altogether.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is a different institution altogether. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a very loving institution, right? <laughs> at at times, um, yeah. But it, yeah, I think it's different too. Like being in a in the, being a candidate for master's or PhD, it, it kind of puts you in a different immediately you're thought of to have more responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you're kind of offered that. And if, if you choose to take it, you take it. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird because it wasn't as much like physical movement as I might've like, liked from right. a master's program, but especially an MFA. Yeah. But, um, I think that like, I was really able to like create. Mm-hmm. And I came into it like with this idea of a performer as a performer and like things that I liked as performers. Okay. I was like saying, yeah, I kind of went in with like an idea as a performer. And I think that a master's program kind of forces you to look at something as a creator and as like a choreographer. So I was like really immediately inspired by like lots of other work from artists who were PhD or finished their PhD or were master's people. Like not even at at York, but at, you know, across the world that Mm -hmm. became these like wonderful creators and artists. It's like their work is so in depth and um, rooted. Right. And it's really interesting to like, I feel like it's really cool to like see when an idea is like thought of so intently and like so thoroughly. Mm -hmm. And I think like seeing a work where like where, where that happens is like very interesting to me. So I'm, I'm like happy I did it. But Great. it also feels very weird. I feel crazy right now. <laughs> I just I just I just finished on Thursday, so I feel crazy.
1: But... Yeah. You... Yes. So I'm excited about it. Great. Um does doing a program like that change how you view success? Mm. I don't know if there's a correlation between those two. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Um Because if like someone looked at your resume now, they would automatically like think more successful because you have that extra schooling, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe in like the world of academia and in the world of people who are reading fucking resumes. But like (laughs) having that (laughs) having that on my resume and then like going going into a, a movement audition isn't going to make them cast me. No, of course. You know, any faster. You know, also like just because you have a master's doesn't mean you're a fucking brilliant genius. No, no, so. it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> uh, um, so, so I don't know. You know, this is the whole thing. Right. I think you can. This is the interesting part about getting your master's is like once you get in and it's it's very weird to be in there. Right. And be so in the, in the thick of it. Very emotional.
1: (laughs) Right. It's also like it's a long time to work on one piece of work, which I think for Mm. you, if I can like talk about you, it's been like the first time you've spent two years on a single project, probably. Right. Yeah. I guess like a year
0: was spent really like figuring out. Like I went into the program with this idea to create like an art installation that was like 4D. So like the idea of like olfactory senses Mm -hmm. and like, um, to, like smell and see, and like having an overstimulized performance happening in like an art building, which would be like very experimental and very like
1: contemporary. Right.
0: <laughs> um, and then I kind of decided, I guess, around before this time last year, probably in like February right. last year, I, I kind of decided that it was going to be like an immersive narrative Mm -hmm. um so like in a sense i like kind of really modified what i came in in the program with but it's still it was still in the same realm right like immersive work really is all of those things totally um so yeah i think you like have one idea and you kind of think about those ideas for a little bit and um then it kind of morphs into something that you might be be used to or, or that you might like um but it is strange. I think I got like, I got like very highly criticized in my defense because I, I kind of was interested in making work that wasn't for contemporary artists, (laughs) which, uh, academics, I don't think really like.
1: (laughs) You got criticized because you wanted to make work for like an audience.
0: Yeah. For like an audience. Like I wanted to make work that wasn't like From my understanding by the way like this is what i felt in in my in this process in my defense and in everything is that they it was kind of like a criticized of like because i talk about in the work how immersive work is really important for everything that's happening right now Mm -hmm. and it's bringing in like audiences that it it, it, other things aren't bringing in right you know Mm -hmm. um so because i talk about and i'm kind of like infatuated with the idea of like how we can make contemporary like experimental or just like contemporary dance work for all audiences and not just like other artists. (laughs) Um, I, I like kind of got a lot of my questions are surrounding in my defense were like kind of about the idea of like, well, that's not true. That's not true. How did you do that then? Like, like, that's not a thing. Uh, Like you should have you know, or like, I like would make decisions because it was like a decision that I liked or right. because it was a decision that I thought would like relate well with, with audience members and make it less like standoffish that contemporary dances. Like for example, like the music, right. right. I would make choices that to use music that was like well-known music mm-hmm. and not music that was just like kinesthetic and like, bzzz, bzz, 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 you know, that <laughs> um, <laughs> right. like made in garage Lucas, like my, Yeah. And like my partner like hates that type of fucking music so much. And like one of my main, one of the main like critics, like another critical thing that happened was they were just like, well, like that music brought me out of it. But that's like such a meta way to think of it. Like the work that I'm doing was, it was like a question that was so meta in a sense because it was like, (laughs) I'm making work for non, non contemporary artists who's criticizing me, academics who are interested in contemporary work. So it was just like such a meta question that felt, very like, I don't know how to answer this because you clearly have such a strong standpoint about your work, looking into work, creating work, and then looking into my work, who's not being created for you. And I I don't know. It was very weird.
1: Right. Very strange. It's also like interesting to think about if it wasn't created for you, can you still go in and just enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that brings up, like, an interesting question that, like, we've talked about before. Like, you, as, like, an
0: artist, you go into something and it's, like, really hard not to be critical. Oh, yeah. As, like, a fellow artist. Super hard. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just, like... So, I, like, I don't judge, judge like, the, the, the committee that was, that was deliberating on me. But it mm -hmm. it is, if you can't go into, as an artist, you can't really go into a... Like, I can't go into a performance and be, like, just enjoy it and... Pick it for what it is. Like, I'm always kind of like have that kind of hat on.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And like think about the choices you would have made instead of what they did. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God.
0: So, I don't know. It's, I think it's hard, hard to say, but yes, I am officially a master. You did an it. Honors master. Yes. It's done. Yay. (laughs) Do you know what is interesting actually? I mean, I I could be not true on on saying this, but from my understanding, the other person that is like an honors um so you can get like all these different things and ways of passing. Right. Um so to graduate with honors, from from my understanding, the other person to do it is Roofy. Oh wow, like also went to the University of Calgary. Yeah, Roofy. Which is like super isn't that so interesting? That's two University of Calgary graduates that that received um honors at York. Amendments in there at York. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Which is like an interesting like woo Calgary thing, yeah. but <laughs>
1: that is interesting. Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah people cool. Um, mm-hmm. I have like one more question related to our first episode, fucking ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Is there anything that you've learned in the last two years that surprised you?
0: Hmm. I mean, I think just like, yes, yeah, probably. <laughs> Do I know what that is? Not, not at the top of my head. Right. <laughs> um, that I learned that surprised me. I don't think so. I think that it's just like an evolving your thoughts just kind of evolve. Right. You like have one idea of something and then, and then somebody kind of forces you to open your mind up in a different way. So you of start to look at things differently Mm -hmm. and be less, maybe like, um, I don't know. I feel like when, when young, it's like young artists thing or like young dancers, it's like this thing where you're just like, you get mad about things and you have so many like opinions. And I I don't really know why that is. And you get like, (laughs) you just think that like your way is the way and you're so passionate. It's not like even an anger thing. It's like a passion. You are literally sitting right on my coffee. Um, and I think you're just like so passionate about, about work and you're so hungry that you just have all these like strong, strong opinions. Yeah. And, um, and then you like grow and you're just like, that was dumb. Just like, it's all okay. It's, you know, it's going to be okay. We're not, we're not, frontline workers we're not changing the world i mean we're changing the world and we're we're adding a little bit more light into it but we're not you know we're not saving people's lives or anything so right somebody wants to make that work then they can make that work and that's fine you know totally i think you can just i think in the past two years it's just like your brain just like my brain has just like evolved and allowed me to think more like openly about about work and less less my way or the highway less tunnel visioned and and stuff
1: yeah yeah that's great i wonder if it's like part of just like getting older and like not caring anymore <laughs>
0: yeah yeah I don't really I really it's so funny like it's so crazy I like look at artists who are like so hungry and so young and I'm like wow and then I remember like I was like that <laughs> but also just like other things are other also important you know there's other important things in our life that happened and I think that it's really nice that we have this lovely thing and that I do really like love being an artist and I'm happy that I'm, you know, having a successful career in it, but also there's
1: like family and things and
0: there's lots of important things that go along with it, you know? Totally.
1: Yeah. It's finding that ever evolving balance. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. What about you? Um, Well, I think the thing that I talked about the first episode was like, I'm learning to be less judgmental about my own work and give, up control over things that don't matter. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I've gotten any better at that, (laughs) (laughs) especially in moments that are like really tough. Right. Um, but I think that I've learned, which is always just like a reoccurring, like a constant battle I should say is that, um, we just make it work, you know? And this also comes from like other places in my life is it's like kind of all hands on deck when it needs to be and you make it work when you need to make it work. And then you can relax in other areas, if that makes sense. Right. You know? Okay. Yeah. I'm like relating that a lot actually to like bar three, because that's like one of the like company mottos is, um, all hands on deck and you just make it work. So if that means that you if someone is really sick and no one can cover that class, you like cancel it, you know, you're not going to like force something to happen. That doesn't need to happen. That is not going to be good for your like team as a whole. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I've been like, it's truly really trying to like adapt that into the rest of my life because I know in the past I would get very, very upset and let it like ruin other parts of my like day or my life. If like one thing didn't go exactly the way that I had planned or scheduled or right, you know, right. Like, being adaptable and being flexible and letting that kind of stuff like roll off your back has been helpful in the last two years mm-hmm. because nothing really goes the way that you want it to go. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 I think those are things. I feel like it's just like a very hippie talk. And I I, like understand if people are like listening to this and just like, but like, I also think it's like the state that we're in right now, you know, like we are literally trapped in our houses with a virus. So yeah, it's like, this is, this is what's happening. You're like, relax. You know, this is like our, we're in a weird state right now and it's kind of forcing everybody to like rethink and relook on, on, at everything. Right.
1: Yeah, totally. And like, I think we've said multiple times that we would like never do remote podcasting. Cause it's like not our vibe and it doesn't like do the things that we want it to do, you know? Right. But when your hand is forced, I guess you have to do things. Yeah. Well, I think like <laughs> we are,
0: understand. yeah. <laughs> right. I also think that like, we are just like, we're not like meeting with new guests It feels like, like we're just going to like from our plan, we're going to, it's going to be right yeah it's going to be right
1: people that we've sat so down yeah yeah really? so the relationships are already there it's like not awkward yeah blah, it's blah, established blah, blah. yeah yeah totally yeah which i appreciate
0: Great. <laughs> right. that's great is
1: hard it's so hard i'm like doing it from my bathroom right now we had so many fucking technical difficulties this morning trying to get this out that I like wanted to scream. Yeah, it was a lot. A lot going on. I also am just like,
0: <sighs> I just like can't. Like, when's the earliest you've had a drink this past four weeks? <laughs> Probably like 11.
1: Yeah. AM? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've had like a cider. Like, that's like my go to. Mm. I want like a cider at like for lunch every day. <laughs> and. And then I like switch to something else, and yeah, that's like what my life is now. I just like wait until I can drink, or I'm like too hungover to drink.
1: <laughs> yeah, I uh, no. Well, yeah, I just I'm baking every day, guys, which is like feels crazy to me because Anna came home last night from work and just like looked at our counter and she was like, "Wow, the baked goods are just really like piling up." <laughs> And you're like, I don't know where to put this, but my belly. <laughs> yeah. And then, but like every time I bake something, I want to have a glass of red wine because like it only makes sense to make dough and drink wine. You know? I know. It's so true. It's like, so true. Yeah. yeah. Pizza or pasta dough or letting bread or kneading bread is like, I feel like a Nona in Italy. So I must have <laughs> red wine. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, we're just like, cause like, uh, like my partner's
0: is... Italian. And yeah. then like my best friend's last like, roommate, uh, Danica is like also Italian. <laughs> so there's just like so much Italian food coming out of this house. It's like insane. Sure. just like a that's lot. Thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like going to gain like 10 pounds being in quarantine a hundred percent.
1: Oh yeah. Like, that's just, Oh my God. God. Instead of the freshman 15, it's going to be the quarantine 15.
0: Oh yeah. They don't even want they don't even like want people to go for runs anymore. Really? So insane. I
1: Ugh.
0: Yeah. I mean, I also think it's like so it's so hilarious to me when the celebrities are like, Stay inside, guys, you just have to stay home. It's so easy. Oh. And we're all like, Cool, 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 cool. Like you and your some man. of us live in like a yeah, your mansion with a pool and a bowling alley in it and a huge TV and a huge bar and like a club and like you know like right. I We're some of us live Tell in these people. people. Oh yeah, it's just like such bullshit, you know. It's like such capitalist like bullshit. Yeah, but like yeah, stay inside. It's hard, but like it's just also not as easy like as it is for for them, you know. Yep. So
1: I would agree with that statement.
0: <laughs> yeah, God, it's pretty insane. I was kind of laughing at you last week because you're like, I'm going to dye my hair blonde. And I was like, Corinne, don't fucking dye your hair blonde, man. Still on the table.
1: <laughs> Still on the table. Yeah.
0: But I might like use my like temporary dye and dye my hair pink <laughs> is what I've been thinking. <laughs> I do that today. You definitely should. Yeah. I mean, remember when I temporarily
1: dyed it pink for the galapal party? Yeah. It's just like right around that time. Oh, guys, we're officially two years old. If you didn't see our Instagram post last week.
0: Yeah. It's so true. Cool? Yeah. It's tr- crazy. So great. It's, it's weird for me. It's just like, uh, what were you saying? It's weird It's for weird you? because we're on season three, I think. So I keep thinking it's like weird, but it's just because of the way like it falls. But yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, what were you, you
1: going to say? Yeah. The last thing I wanted to like bring up before, because we're coming on time. Um, in the first episode we ever did, we talked about what we wanted the podcast to be in the sense of like who we want to have on, what kind of conversations we wanted to have. Um, but we never really talked about where the podcast came from, and I know we tell our guests this all the time off air, but if you're comfortable, <laughs> it'd be cool for you to tell everybody where the podcast came from really
0: um well, Corinne's <laughs> favorite answer that I tell people straight faced <laughs> is depression, mostly <laughs>
1: yes, <it> <laughs>
0: <is>. <laughs> um, but to elaborate a little bit on that, yeah, just i i I mean I'm not like a I don't have like severe depression. Like I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that I have severe depression, but I definitely like fall in and out of, of modes. Mm-hmm. Um, especially back then when, you know, I was like younger and and hungry and wanting to work. And I was in like a weird stage of my career where I was like abandoning this one place that I had built a career and, and kind of coming to a new place. um, but i think that yeah it was just like being sad a lot and like waking up and like not feeling like you have anything to do which is hilarious thinking about the situation we're in right now yeah um <laughs> yeah. um yeah kind of just like waking up and like not feeling like we had i had like a rehearsal to go to or or anything mm-hmm. um and then also like talking to people um especially like other artists then being like oh like what are you up to and and just like not hearing the like real talk of it all but hearing like the humble brag that happens yeah um which is the humble brag if you don't know is like the well you know i'm doing this one contract with this other person and then like my other thing might get picked up here and i just got into this festival but like i'm also doing this thing and I'm doing this like short video so like yeah i'm not doing much but like i don't know and it's just like you kind of start like listing your your resume or like the past year of things that you've done to people, which like, you're not telling people that like, you know, probably 90% of those were non-paid. Right. Um, and, and then also you have like four other side jobs to like help pay for your lifestyle. Right. Um, and like, I don't know. It always just kind of makes me laugh, like laugh in the contemporary world when, when that happens and like, everybody's in like fresh Adidas wear, uh-huh. uh, like myself included. Right. <laughs> like, you know, everyone. yeah yeah, exactly um so nobody was really talking about like the 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 sad things or like the lonely parts of it it was a lot of just like the high the high parts and not the real the real points yeah and i think that is really hard when you have a mental state that is not necessarily super stable and positive all the time i think that can really cause people to spiral yep. um so just like not having an outlook or an out or a source to to hear that other people are going through what you're going through or or someone to talk to about that was was kind of like what it stemmed from totally i guess and then also understanding that there was like a lack of resources for artists yeah. out there mm-hmm. yeah totally yeah and so that's kind of like where it came from And then just like talking about like other, other points. I mean, I think it was like very, from the very beginning, we've always said we want to have different artists, like not just dancers
1: or not just,
0: you know, our friends on the podcast, but people from different disciplines because it's all walks of life and it's all types of artists that are, that are struggling.
1: Yeah. And from like all points of their career, not just people like us that are like just coming out of school or just like five years out when you're not actually Considered like a professional yet, you know. Yeah. <laughs> to quote Zoe Kenley, Zoe Kenley, he's like, "What is it? Like, I'm
0: so tired of being an emerging artist. Like, I've emerged. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. we're here. We hear you, Zoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so funny. Yeah. So that's no, sorry. um Yeah. So I think that's like kind of where where it stemmed from. And I, I mean, I hopefully like it's been that fun and very opening for us to do it for the past two years. Yeah." three seasons almost. So I hope that you
1: have enjoyed it. Totally. As a listener. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, I think that's great. We're going to keep this one short guys. um, Because it's just us and we can ramble about lots of things forever. <laughs> yeah. As you can tell, yeah. I've been rambling this whole time. I love it. Um, But next week we will have a guest. And it'll be a slightly different format. Um, it'll be someone that you've already heard. If not, you can also go look at their episode um, from previous seasons. We're going to ask them what's happened since they've sat down with us, and how this whole situation with COVID nineteen has affected them, and if it has, it probably has.
0: Yeah, and we have some like really cool people that we like interviewed in season one. That like I'm so excited to talk to some of these guests again that are, that are and just seeing how like how this is like affected small business how this is affected mm-hmm. contracts etc totally I mean I've had like every every single contract that I've, I've had has been cancelled so what <laughs> <laughs> Yay. not yay, yay. Bloody, not
1: yay but have a glass of wine for
0: me or a shot of vodka because yes. it's rough it's rough go there guys it's
1: rough, <laughs> it's rough. Um, do you want to take us out yeah. Thank you to everybody who, by the way, submitted films to quarantine and oh, dance yeah. fest. It was so
0: nice to get together with all of you mm-hmm. last night and kind of like talk art, which I haven't done. Well, that's not true. I've done that a lot because I would argued, but it's so nice to like talk art with, um, with artists who aren't just being trying to stump you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so nice. yeah. So thank you to everybody who participated in that. It was so lovely. And it was so nice to see everybody's work.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. Thank you so much.
0: Um, if you liked this episode or if you have questions about something that was said, feel free to email us, send us a DM, send us a message on Facebook, light us up, let us know what you thought, leave us a review. If you are looking for more information, we release every Tuesday. And we have, you know, three seasons of episodes. So if you're lost and you're not really sure what to do, re-listen to your favorite episodes or start from the beginning and listen to now or Just start listening. It's really fun and you can do it while you're cleaning, cooking,
1: crying in your bathroom, whatever you need. Yeah, I love that. Crying in your bathroom.
0: Yeah.
1: Crying. (laughs) Yeah. Perfect. Well next time, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you.